All right, Jeremy, we'll say good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Let us begin. So, we'll see, we are, Emir Sashem, continuing today in Parak Yudchas. We're actually going to finish Parak Yudchas, Emir Sashem, today. So, we are picking up the Ramchal speaking about, oh, thank you, Sam. The Ramchal speaking about, again, the Midah of Hasidus. So, if you remember again, in yesterday's Shir, a very, very powerful idea that Ramchal talking to us about the definition of love. And a recognition that what does love mean? Love means a willingness to go above and beyond. So whether that's a love for one's spouse, whether that's a love for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, love manifests itself as a willingness to exceed standards, to exceed expectations. So Ramchal writes, V'hinei, k'mikra hazeh, yikar yikra l'mishaoi v'esboro, gamkin avane menes. So Ramchal says this same concept of love that we spoke about yesterday, a willingness and a desire to exceed expectations applies to our love to HaKadosh Baruch Hu as well. He says, Because remember again, the love we have with HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a type of love. It's a type of love. So says, we saw God yesterday. In our relationship with Hashem, so ultimately, again, there are mitzvos. What are mitzvos? Mitzvos are expressions of divine will. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants me to do something. Why does HaKadosh Baruch Hu want me to do something? Because obviously that's important to the Rebbe Shal Olam. So therefore, a mitzvah is an expression of divine will. An expression is HaKadosh Baruch Hu telling me, this is important to me, this is what I would like you to do. So what does the chassid do? What does the chassid do? So the Ramchal says, so remember again, on a basic level of on a basic level of relationship, so a person performs mitzvahs. Why does a person perform mitzvahs? Because again, that's what Hashem asks of me, that's what Hashem commands me, and therefore again, that that's what it is that I'm going to do. But on a chassid level, a person who's a chassid says. I'm not just going to go ahead and do that which is an expectation, that which is required of me. Rather, what does a person say? Now, I'll say this, this is incredible. This is incredible. That in other words, that once a person goes ahead and says, ah, thank you so much, thank you. So remember, I'll say, let, let, let me illustrate this with an example. Example. Right? Okay, so again, remember, various interpretations as to what exactly that means, but let's say again that Lamais on the most basic level, what that means is Hashem wants us to love each other. So now once I understand that that is an expectation, once I understand that that's what Hashem wants, so then suddenly again I recognize that loving each other is an important aspect of what Hashem wants in this relationship. So then I'm going to find additional ways to actualize even beyond those which are not required. So for example, remember, how do we understand So as Hillel defines it, that which you do not want done unto you, do not do unto others. So that's the, we'll call it, that's the core definition of then taking it a step further requires me to go ahead and do positive things for my fellow Jew. Am I required to do that? Well, again, the mitzvah is don't do unto someone else that which you do not want done unto you. That's the basic core obligation. 
So again, a person who's just looking to check the boxes will do that. A chassid is someone who says, you know what? My God loves me to be good to other Jews. So I love my God back, and therefore I'm going to go above and beyond. That's what a chassid does. A chassid exceeds expectations. I will go ahead and look for ways. Now that I know what Hashem likes in this world, I will look for additional ways in which to go ahead and serve my God. They both say, that's what it means, that's what it means ultimately to go ahead and give nachas to Hashem. I will say, by the way, think about this on a parental level. When does a parent, when does a parent get nachas from a child? Right? So remember again, a child wakes up in the morning, right? Brushes their teeth and, and puts on their clothing. So most parents, so okay, if your kid is, if your kid is four and does that on their own, okay, incredible. If your kid is 11 and does that on their own, there's not really so much nachas from that. That's an expectation. That's an expectation. When does nachas come? Nachas comes when a child exceeds expectations in whatever area of life that may be. Exceeding expectations creates nachas. It's the same exact idea in our relationship with Hashem. When does the Yibam get nachas from me? Not when I live up to expectations, but when I exceed expectations. And I will say again, the definition of exceeding expectations is that I go above and beyond that which I am commanded to do. Or, still a bit differently, I look at mitzvos as an expression of divine intent and will. Now that I know what God wants of me, I have the ability to not only fulfill those expectations, but I merit Hashem exceed those expectations because I now know what is important to my father. Nimsa, klal chasidus, therefore the Ramchal says, what is the essence of chasidus? So this is a pretty dramatic, a pretty dramatic definition. He says, so what is chasidus? What is chasidus? It's an expansive fulfillment of mitzvos. What does it mean an expansive fulfillment of mitzvos? On all sides, all elements, that is possible and possible and within reach. Meaning, there are, also, there are two ways to fulfill a mitzvah. You could fulfill the mechanistic details of a particular mitzvah and do a great job. Okay, done. I've checked the box. I've done what I'm supposed to do. Or, I look at mitzvahs as an expression of divine will and intent. Mitzvahs represent the ideas, ideals, tenets that are important to the Ribbono Shalom. Once I know that, once I know that, I could build that out a little bit both in the performance of my actual mitzvot, and now that I know what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants, so by definition, I can begin to do things that I'm not even commanded to do, but that I know are important to the Rebbe Like I said, is such a good example of it, because the core obligation is do no harm. Right? That's the core obligation. Don't hurt another person. Don't, don't visit hurt or harm upon someone else that you would not vi- want visited upon yourself. That's the core obligation. But deep down, what does Be'atrech HaKamocha really mean? I know that Hashem wants us to love each other. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to go above and beyond. I'm going to be my vater. It was in Rabbi Nachman, right? Kedai lihios vatran. It was said, the vatran is the hardest thing in the world. Mida vatran means a willingness to yield. Willingness to yield. 
Not everything has to go my way. And not everything has to be done the way that I want it to be done. There's an ability to yield. So now I know, by the way, being a vatron is important. Because if you're going to have any relationships with anyone, you have to learn how to yield. You can't always stand your ground. So this is, is there a mitzvah to be a vatron? Is it one of the 13, 613 mitzvahs? No. But a chassid says, I understand that Hashem wants me to create a construct of yachter chakamocha. So there's a whole bunch of behaviors that become associated with that, that I now have to inculcate within myself. In Choroa, Shachasid, what was that very soon? This is the paragens. In Choroa, Shachasid is in Apishos. This is interesting. I will say, if you notice, by the way, this is, this is often a structure we find over and over in Mesidasi Sharim, that many of the Midos are corollary principles or sister principles. So, for example, we had Zihiros and Zrizos, right? Zihiros was think before you act in order to avoid negative actions. Zrizos was act quickly to do good. So he suggests over here that Chasidos and Prishos are also sister concepts. Why? He says, Elisha Prishos Belavin, Fachasidos Baasin, Ushneim Inyan Echad, Shula Hosif Al Hamafurash. Well, this is fascinating. What's Prishos? What's Prishos? Prishos means going above and beyond, but in what area? In abstaining. In abstaining. I know that something's mutter. It's permissible, it's permitted to me. But I also know that if I enjoy this particular thing, what's going to happen? It can lead to overindulgence, and overindulgence puts me down a path that I don't want to go. So Precious says, Precious says, in order to become the best version of myself, I'm going to go ahead and abstain from something that is technically motor, but I know that it's not the right thing for me. What's chasidus? Chasidus means, I know I'm not obligated to do this, but I also know that it's the Ratzon, it's the will of my father, embedded in the Ratzon of Hashem, is, is that I should grow in this area, so I'm going to do it. So it's interesting. So what precious is, what precious is to negative behaviors or to abstaining, chasidus is to dynamic active behavior. They're corollary principles. He goes on, he says, Mashenucha ladun, lefia mitzah mefureshes, shenachas rach lafana visparak, zeu geder ha chasidus hamili. So I just want to point out, with this we'll have to stop, but look, look what a full circle. Because remember again, how did Ramchal begin this chapter? This chapter began by, by with Ranchal discussing the incredible misconceptions and misunderstandings about what Hasidus actually is and how people think that what is Hasid, what does it mean to be a Hasid, be a pious individual? It means to kind of engage in these exaggerated displays of piety, always davening, immersing in the snow, the freezing river, right? These ascetic type behaviors. Again, is there a place for that? Yeah, yeah. There may be a place for that, a time for that for particular individuals. But in general, that's not a mahalach in life. It's not an approach in life. So what does it mean to be a chaser? What it means to be a chaser is, I look at mitzvot not simply as mechanistic details that I'm obligated to fulfill and then I'm done. I look at mitzvot. Mitzvot are the way that Hashem communicates to me what's important to Him. Now that I know what's important to God, I could build on that. I go above and beyond, exceed expectations. Now, Hashem, you told me what's important to you. I got it. Now I can go above and beyond, build on that, and in Merit Hashem engage in other things which are important to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So we stop over here for today. Mazel Tov upon finishing Parak Yud Ches. Now that I'm now that we have the construct, 
Now that we have our definition, in the next chapter, we will go ahead and build out the different parts of Chasidus. Shkoyach.